to the 52 week podcast where three friends grapple with the ups and downs of goal setting and achievement coming at you for another week hello my name's steph and i'm the wannabe runner i'm meredith the ginger and i'm kelly i'm just along for the ride hello welcome to week 19 There was a little bit of a delay there. We're still doing the phone. (laughs) Phone recording. I just woke up from a nap in case anybody's wondering. (laughs) Man, that's like you already are taking a nap today? That's impressive. Yeah, so I, I mean, I did get up at 8.30, so it was kind of (laughs) early. Um, no, 8.30 is early night. during this time. That's why I'm like, I'm impressed that you have been up early. <laughs> um, last night as I was going to bed, I don't know what happened downstairs, but there was a giant thud in my neighbor's downstairs, and it shook me awake because I was like, oh my gosh, is that, an, is that another earthquake in the middle of the night? Now, I was trying to go to bed early, so it probably happened about 10 30 11 o'clock but then of course like we've still been having earthquakes and so even though i'm getting better at responding to them my body and my heart rate is still kind of in this like do you get up or do you not mm-hmm. do you run or do you not do you hide and so i it, w- it was almost like with the thumbs that happened it was almost like is that the start of an earthquake and then i heard the mom yell at the kids we started crying and it was all okay but then by then my heart beat and so it made it unsettling for me to go to sleep so I didn't sleep as soundly as I really wanted to but guys I'm just over the earthquakes <laughs> I'm sorry over them I can't with them we had yeah we had two this week and they were significant ones they were fours um, you know, Steph somehow was oblivious to both of them. <laughs> okay, in my defense, the first one I was running on, and I was talking to Andrew, she's like, did you feel that? And I'm like, no. And I got home, and my roommate had feel it, felt it either, so I don't know if it came out this way. And the second one, I slept oh, through again, which I don't know how I did that. Like, And so that's why like, I just wake up randomly in the night being like, is this an earthquake? So... Yeah, the fan yeah. had been getting me, and I feel like I just got over them, and then this week happened. Um, <laughs> Kelly, you said that you um, made an emergency plan for earthquakes. What's your plan? It's more that you end up having a plan, but I was talking to someone <laughs> when it happened, and I was just like, I can't, I can't. Like, I had a little bit of a moment, and I was like, fine. I'm just going to get in my car and I'm just going to drive to other places. And I pulled up a map of the United States to be like, where are they no fault lines? Where are we earthquake free? And I was like, <laughs> this is where I'm going. And the person I was talking to was like, uh, they got like tornadoes there. That's what you're going to watch out for. And I'm like, I'm not sure. <laughs> Eventually I discovered no way safe. So... My plan, I, I must have been a bit tongue-in-cheek when I said I had a plan. It was more like I have no plan. It's like <laughs> pull over on the side of the road and die. <laughs> so not as good, not as good plan. 
um, it was just really a moment of, I can't handle this. Yeah. No, I, I'm glad that I still have my bag packed at the end of my bed, just in case. Yeah. Seriously. I still have mine in my car. I'm like, that's good and important. Yeah. So, oh, earthquakes. And, and I will say, like, after the one this week that was in the evening, I wrote out, like, how to build my own 72-hour kit because I don't have it. I I feel pretty con- pretty certain that we won't have the big earthquake until the temple is done and, and then even probably years after that. But I'm going to start putting together that 72-hour mm-hmm. kit. There's going to be one in my, in my house, in my car, which will be a little bit more simple, and then one at work. I'm like planning on, okay, this week I'm going to buy these one and two items, and this week I'm going to go to the dollar store and buy all of these items, and then I got <laughs> I mean, it's a nice theory. Yeah. I mean, and it's good to be prepared. I just am at the point of, I'm like, nerd, don't worry about it. thriving at the moment. Oh, well, so with the earthquake and everything this week, how did your goals go? Oh, who even knows what my goals were? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I do. I have them on a document, but I was terrible. Well, I wasn't completely terrible now that I look at them, but... Okay, well, then, Kelly, do you want to just start us off? Because you had for this week, um, I am on the wrong week. Let me go to week 18. So you had complete week two of the science of well-being. Yeah, I looked at it every day, and I didn't do it, because I think I was just like, I think I would have, and to be honest, it was, I could sit and write down what I'm grateful for, because there are lots of things that I'm grateful for, but I was just like, I'm not ready to, like, mentally go there. Okay. (laughs) I support that, but you can't, but you can't, it won't be sincere unless you're ready. Well, and the thing is, it would probably really help. Like, sitting and writing down what I'm grateful for would probably be a wonderful exercise to do. I think I just had this stubbornness of, like, it's really hard right now. And Uh I probably need to, like, work myself out of that. Yeah, I get that. How did juicing every day go? Um, I probably did half the week. Um, I went to get groceries one day, and... (laughs) <laughs> I got to the parking lot and I was like no I can't do it so I missed a day because I didn't have vegetables and then I missed yesterday as well so yeah it wasn't consistent as I would like it to be but still you got some good days in so good job yeah and yeah how- not a complete loss yeah and how about your embroidery project this one actually I did do well. I'm almost finished it. Which the problem is it takes me a while to like figure out what I'm doing next, but once I'm doing it I'm like, Oh, and I'm pretty much done. So I'm yeah, I'm doing an Australian native flower thing that I'm practicing some so I can do a bigger design. But I did do that one. It's almost completed completely. So I definitely started it. Cool. Um, so, um, do you do it while you're watching TV or when do you do it? <laughs> oh, funny you should ask. Um, I often do it during Zoom meetings, but I don't have my camera oh. on. <laughs> <laughs> I like that too. 
So I was thinking, I'm like, oh, it's going to be sad when I go back to the office because I can't just sit here and stitch while I'm on these meetings. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, have you... I, this is sort of a side note, but, like, um, on Friday, like, I had a busy Friday, like, all day. I had, like, a two-hour break, you know? And that used to be life. Yeah. And, and Meredith, that was, like, the same with you. That used to be life. And then I was so tired afterwards, and I was like, dang, it's going to take me a bit to get back to, like, being used to, like, not having just one thing of going to the grocery store or going to the office for a bit. But I think that it will be an yeah. interesting interesting transition. Yeah, it's going to be rough doing full days at work for a while. Like, just that traveling somewhere and... Yeah. What do you think, Brad? Sorry to say that part again. What do you think? Like, do you think it will be an interesting transition to like go back to the wall? And it's like there's all these people that we haven't seen and everything, and like that. I'm sure that there will be things going on, but I think it will just be hard to get into the habit of going back to having more of a busy life. Or not. I mean, that might be a thing with this break. People decide that they don't want to feel as busy. I think it'll be interesting because, um, yeah, you've got both sides of it where people have realized how nice it feels. <coughs> Sorry, my throat was dry. How good it feels to have calmer life. But also, um, but also I think people can't wait to see each other in person. Like, just thinking about, like, our group of friends getting back together when there isn't the fear of, oh, we're going to contaminate each other. It'll be nice to just get together, not, like, throw a massive party, but just be like, can we all just sit in the same room and talk? Yeah. Or even just at work. We've already started talking about how it will be beginning of May because nothing's really changed with that time frame. But how... At our office, our boss has already planned out. So everybody shares. There's two people in each office. And when we come back, that still won't be okay. And so it'll be like one day, one person that's in the office will come. And the next day, the next person can come. And we'll rotate days. So it'll still feel a little disjointed. But Mm -hmm. it'll be nice because we can start interacting as human beings again. Yeah. Yeah, and that's one thing that I didn't add at the beginning. So we had some exciting news this week that um, President Trump lifted, like, nationally that there was a restriction to... What is it called officially, guys? Um, it was very confusing what he ended up doing, in all honesty, because... <laughs> the whole and we heard from this has been very... <laughs> yeah, because I don't really know what Trump said, but... He did give more power to the states. Originally, he was like, if I want to open the government, the president of the United States can open it. It'll be up to me. But he did suggest that, like, it's governors to make decisions for themselves. And our governor opened up um, state parks. Our borders are still technically closed. Well, I mean, you can't close borders from state to state, but he... He still wants us to stay in for a little bit longer until May, because that's still when originally. But it's starting to open up, like, as family units, you could go to the state park. 
to layer it on. Yeah, everything everything around what you can do and can't do is very interesting. <laughs> See, there's a there's a Facebook post going around that's like, okay, now everybody stay home, but you can go out if you want to, and do not go to the store unless you have to buy this Me thing. too. And yeah. yes, <laughs> and it's it's very confusing because it's. It's just confusing. Well, because I had read, and it sounded like after May 1st that, like, groups of 20 or more could get together. And that's all that I really care about. My family is, like, a group of 20 or more, and I've just missed being with them, you know? And, like, being with our, like, friend group and stuff. Like, I really, like, haven't seen people because I've we've all been staying home and so just that little bit I'm like I don't need to have like these big parties or like whatever I just am excited to see those immediate people in my life yeah well, and I think maybe what's been tricky is I was just gonna say maybe that's the lighter restriction is now you can go to your family's house and you don't have to feel as worried it's just like being more social with outside people yeah, and one of the reports I saw said, well, we don't move into that phase until we have 14 consistent days of decreased numbers of cases, which I don't think they can predict when that will happen, so I don't know which one's accurate either. And I feel like recently our numbers have gone back up, don't you, Kelly? Yeah, because I think people are kind of not being as good at being strict, staying home, people start going out a bit more like the rallies here about like opening up there have been protests about opening businesses back up and some people are standing away from each other but other people are standing right side by side I'm like well are you undoing what we've been trying to do but I don't know it's all a little bit messy yeah no I and it was interesting because it said like like something I read was on May 1st or maybe it was after the 14 days that's the thing that's confusing about this document because I did see that but I thought it was all meaning like after May 1st but that like restaurants indoor seating would be open but they would have to have disposable menus and be 10 feet apart and like just going and meeting at a restaurant at normalcy just sounds so nice even though it will probably yeah. be a five-hour wait. <laughs> like, it will be. <clears throat> like, it just sounds nice to have that sense of normalcy as we're heading into summer. Yeah, because I even see that being a little bit longer before we get to go to restaurants again. Yeah, it's not like I think they'll work to open up, but... It's hard to know how it will actually go down and how many people will actually be willing to go to restaurants. Some people will be running back and others will be, well, do I want to be out in public at the moment? Mm-hmm. It's just unusual times ahead. It is. But hearing me first, like, gives me a little bit of hope just because I'm like, I can do two weeks, you know? And then if we get there yeah. and it's pushed out more, then it's like, okay. But I think until this point like it's just been so I mean it's still up in the air but it feels like it's getting closer and I mean we're probably still at the beginning of it but it's just been yeah yeah I will say I've seen so many people get married 
and get engaged that I'm like, well, that's obviously who wasn't following the rules for the last month. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like a lot of people are getting married, like, still under the rules. Like, Mm -hmm. they're finding ways within the rules to do it. Yeah, like Zoom weddings and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I got a text from a friend. She got engaged and it's like the second person I've seen get engaged and I was like, well, I'm very excited for them. But it's also funny that so much love is coming out of this time. <laughs> yeah. Because people are realizing so. that isolation isn't as great as they thought it would be. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it sucks, guys. I'm so tired of it. So, but Sorry, I feel like I got us off on that tangent, but um, but yeah. Meredith, how are your goals this week? Okay, would you read them off? Yes, track all food intake. Yes, I did that. Good job. No eating after nine every day. Um, I did not do that. There was a couple days I didn't make it, so I didn't do everything. Okay. Daily exercising, totaling 150. I did not make it. I was very lazy this week and trying to shut down, so that didn't happen. Keep schedule and routine. Yes, didn't happen either. Okay. <laughs> well, it's kind of why I came to this point of like when you're always pushing forward and you never have a a break or a breather from trying to like be better, which you should always try to be better, but there's this healthy balance of needing to take a step back and re you know readjust and then move forward some more which we haven't really gotten to but yeah we'll talk about that in just a second more about your thoughts on the break so um I mean I don't need to go over my goals because three servings of vegetables and um two fruits that's a no and in my defense like some days I was super close and some days I wasn't at all. <laughs> like, no vegetables. But that was, like, the hardest one. I was like, ah, I'm, like, one veggie short or whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, maybe I'll give myself a, actually, no, I'm just going to give myself a no on that. <laughs> Edit the podcast that I wanted to? No. And 10 minutes of the body self-esteem workbook? That was a complete no. <laughs> So. so that's our life right now. Yeah. So Meredith <laughs> came up with we're crushing it. We're we are. It. We are. Um. So Meredith came up with this great idea, and I think that it. You know, the this podcast is all about us testing out different things to see what works best for us, and I think that like we're all sort of exhausted. You know, like it's like we've tried to find the silver lining in the isolation. Some weeks we're better than others, and other weeks it's just like we're frustrated and like. I don't know. And, it, and earthquakes, like, mix up our emotions and different things. And it's like, how long will this last? And so, Meredith, do you want to share about your idea with a break? Steph and I were just talking about how kind of frustrating it is and just kind of, like, stuff we talked about last week on the podcast and how, like, we really just needed to, when you're always trying to go forward and push forward and sometimes you feel like you're not, we're not crushing it and so it's almost become maybe not a punishment, but also like 
not really enjoying it, missing the purpose of setting our goals, that it's okay to take a step back and take a break. Recess. It's like kids need a recess, right? We need a recess. And so I kind of suggested that to Steph, and she agreed, and Kelly agrees that it's kind of a bit like most people, in most goal-setting projects, you're supposed to set it for time and then give yourself some time off and then re re-motivate yourself and go. And what really comes to mind is a talk by um, an apostle from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, um, President Uchtdorf. He was president at the time. Not president, but he was in the presidency at the time. And he talked about how when things get kind of crazy in life, instead of plowing forward and trying to get as much done as you can, but when you're going through times of trials or discomfort that it's okay to slow down. He says, as a pilot, when a pilot flies into a storm cloud, people would think that your goal is to get through that storm cloud as fast as possible, but really you do the opposite. You take, you go slower, you take your time getting through it so that the bumps and the drops aren't as bad. If you were to speed through, it would cause a lot more turbulence. And so I think not necessarily, I mean, with what we're going through with Corona, that's kind of what it is, is we need a, we need a break, we need to stop. But also in goal setting, I was thinking that maybe every 12 weeks, you know, our little, you know, we set goals and then we take a break. Yeah. And then we revamp and start going again. So that's kind of the idea. Yeah, and then we, we shot on from the soul. Yeah. The saw. Sharpen the saw. Yeah, there's this great quote from Stephen Covey. It's one of his seven habits is to sharpen the saw. And it says, we must never be too busy to take time to sharpen the saw. So when they talk about sharpening the saw, it's kind of like the tool that you're using to get things done. If you don't look after that, then you're just sharpening, like you're sawing with a dull blade and it's going to take you longer than if you took the time to refresh yourself and look after yourself and you'd be more effective after that. Yeah. And and so to back this up, so we've had the, these two quotes and then the third quote, you know, three times of, um, to back this up, um, it's from Psychology Today. We found a lot of people who support it. Yeah. From Psychology <laughs> Today. Yeah, we were looking for justification. Yeah, we don't want you guys to think we're just being lazy. We needed, like, the stuff to back it up. We needed to cite our sources. Um, but on psychology today, they talked about how the cure to exhaustion, discouragement, and wavering commitment is rest. And then they gave these four principles of taking a rest from your goals. Um, well, and like with rest, Meredith had talked about how like the definition of rest when you look it up is to cease worker movement in order to relax, refresh in oneself, or recover strength. Um, yeah. And so, and that's what I've been learning in running. Like, my running coach gives me a lot of rest days. And at first I was like, I can do this. Why am I resting? But now I'm like, it's so nice to have those rest days. Because sometimes I'll be like, oh, I didn't do my miles. And then I'm like, it was your rest day. You don't need to worry about it. <laughs> because I I'm, was so used to be in the mentality of, like, making sure that you were, work, like, running six days a week. So, um, 
So the four um, things that Psychology Today talks about when taking a little break from your goals is to set a return date. So our return date is next week. We're going to set new goals. Um, but it said, um, like... This return date, like, helps you to, like, get back. Um, and I look at, like, Westminster, not Westminster, um, what's the Governor's College? The, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Uh, Western, Western yeah. Governor. Western Governors, um, has, like, this cool thing where they, like, they'll let their students take a break, but during that time there's, like, this mentor that's, like, um, following up with them, and they can only take a certain amount of break, of time to break, before they get back on with their schooling. And I think that it's so easy sometimes to like take a break and have it be one week that turns into two weeks and then turns into three weeks and then it just is like, oh, why bother? And so we don't want to take a break from recording. We don't want, but, because um, that's what's keeping us consistent, but just taking that break from our goals. The second thing is to decide what taking time off means. Um, and so I think that's something that individually we're going to have to say. The article gives the example of if you're trying to lose weight, does it mean you totally forego healthy eating or does it mean you get to have french fries twice that week? Um, the third thing is to tell guilt to stay awake away this week um, and to say every time you feel guilty to remind yourself that your backsliding, resting, ignoring your project is temporary. And I think that is key for this week. Um, I really like that. And then the fourth thing is on your return date, pick up and left um, where you left off and let your support system know you are back in the saddle. Inviting accountability is always your best resource for making progress. So I feel like those four things are good from um, psychology today, especially the guilt one. What are you guys' thoughts about it? Yeah, I agree because having those like, parameters in place so it's not just like, oh yeah, we're going to take a break, Woo-hoo. It's kind of like planning for the break to be productive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's not that we're just not going to do anything. So it's not like, for me personally, it's not that I'm going to forget all the work that I've done over the last 19 weeks. I'm just not going to set a goal and see what has become the habit, what has become convenient or what I just totally ditch and see how it works out, you know. So this week, it's not that I'm going to forget everything we've done, but, like, we'll see how naturally I choose the vegetables over the processed food or how naturally I go for a walk even though I'm not telling myself I have to to get a check mark, you know, yeah, yeah, sort of thing. Well, and for me, I think that... So I got to a point with, I mean, I, I have an all or nothing personality. And so with standing ovations, you know, I was setting my goals really high. And so I was like, yeah, it doesn't matter if you get the standing ovation or not. But I've sort of just developed this mentality of like, uh, it, does, it, it doesn't matter. And I'm like, no, it's not about the standing ovation. It's about the fact that I want to accomplish these goals every week. And so that's what I really think the reset will be good for me of just, being like, no, like, this is something that we're doing every week, you know, like, um, and to set my goals a little bit more realistically, so. Yeah. And then, um, I was, like, thinking about this, too, like, so I've been thinking a lot about my overall goals for this week, and how 
I think it's been good this year that we can readjust and be like, okay, maybe that wasn't realistic. And one of the goals that I want to adjust that I'm coming before the committee to see if I get your approval. So I had set my goal for running a marathon in four hours and 15 minutes. And I want to just take the time off. And I'm doing that for two reasons. The first is who knows with everything going on, if they're going to have races again in the fall. Um, so I don't want to have to like sort of calculate my time. It's easier to calculate my distance, you know? Um, but the second is putting the time, like if I don't get it, then I'll feel like I failed where I'm with this running coach and they're helping me progress. And I might not get that time this year, but I know I will next year, you know? Yeah, I think that makes sense. So, and then I want to go through and adjust some of my like 20 things I was avoiding because I just added things to the list that just to give myself 20. But I have a lot of projects that I've been working on, like the Notable Peeps Instagram and revamping all these websites that I would rather have those on there because I'm working on them every week and because they are big projects that I want to check off the list than just these random, like, go take cake decorating class that I really don't care about, but I just put on to, like, give me another thing. Yeah, I think this is a whole year of re-examining expectations. And so I think it makes sense to re-examine the big goals and go, what actually matters to me anymore and what's doable in this landscape given that we don't know how long this will last yeah yep i agree i feel good about this just in the sense like what meredith you were saying like what are you going to actually do because i look at like a lot of the goals that i'm talking about um like that have become habits for me aren't things that i talk about you know but like how like it is now a habit for me to not eat after 8 30 and it's been a habit for me to not do drive through or delivery um and it's been a habit for me to, like, I haven't binged for a long time. And these are, like, important things, you know, and, like, also, like, my progress with my running coach. And so, like, I am, I do feel like this year I've been progressing in a lot of areas, um, but it's not reflected in my goals every week. Yeah. Do you guys well, feel that way, too? I feel like... Where I feel like we haven't been, I mean, we've been getting sending ovations and stuff, but just a reset can help us, like, want to get to those again, and they're not so routine, and I don't know. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I think this will be a good time to kind of figuring out what priorities are. Yeah. Yeah. And something we'll include in future weeks to take another break and regularly work really hard for a couple weeks and then we take a recovery break and then we get back to work sort of thing yeah yep, yep. I like it um, well since we don't have goals for this week oh and our goalie goal for you guys is to not make any goals so <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> don't do anything but we've sort of been re-examining like um in the next coming weeks, we have some topics that we're excited to talk about and some goalie goals that are of substance uh, that we feel like can really help where we want to start doing them beforehand and like sharing our experience and um, and sort of just revamping some of these topics so that it's beneficial to us, but also to the people that are, li- that are listening. 
short week, but enjoy your week off. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. And remember to genuinely do what you can do. Bye. 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 This podcast is brought to you by Remnus Audio. If you also want to be accountable or record your journal or preserve your memories, head on over to remnusaudio.com and Steph here will take the hard work out of preserving your memories. Yeah, I will. And you don't have to put them on a podcast like we are to share with everyone every week. (laughs) 